Do you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Stentley Show with Dr. James Stentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Stentley. Hello and welcome to the show. As you know that we don't think outside the box because in our world there is no box. And, you know, we've gonna, we've kind of got a new tagline and it's simply going to be, I will persist until I succeed. So you're going to hear that a lot. It's going to be the cornerstone of everything that we teach, that we share, uh, part of our mantra that we will persist until we succeed. Because once we gain absolute clarity of the things that we want in life, just a matter of having the right strategies, the right mentors, and the right processes in place. And then after that, it's just being consistent, a matter of time, to go forward and tweak as you go. That means you have to pay very close attention to what's happening around you. Because if you really do pay attention, you can see if you're going in the right direction, excuse me, the wrong direction, or even the right direction, because success leaves clues, but also so does the lack of it. Well, today is Friday, and um, Today is a bittersweet day. You know, today is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Tomorrow, uh, there will be the services for my dear friend, Mr. Ryan Long, the founder of the City Gala and the City Summit. And uh, his services are tomorrow. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit. But I also want to just talk about living your best life and living it right now. You know, my dear friend, Mr. John Shin, um, excuse me, Sir John Shin, he is a knight now. He's the author of Think and Grow Rich. The, rate, the way rich Asians think, as well as he's the executive producer for Think and Grow Rich, the movie, and the producer of the Think and Grow Rich World Tour. He and his wife, Arlene, are absolutely incredible human beings. They have an incredible, beautiful, wonderful family, well-grounded, but super successful. And they live life every single moment. And I never forget, he said, he said, people don't understand that we do really have enough time. We just don't have enough life. So what are we going to do between the date of birth and the date of expiration, that dash we always talk about. You know, people talk about the dash. What are you going to do in your dash? And now we here we are in 2020. We're already at, in March. So many things are going on in the world, and it's perfect timing for some, and it really sucks for so many others. You know, right now, today, people are really concerned about getting sick. Uh, this coronavirus is sweeping not just the United States, not our cities, but the globe. And who gets away from it? You know, Tom Hanks and, and his wife, Rita Wilson. I mean, every there's uh, uh, Justin Trudeau, his wife. Uh, he's the minister of Canada. And, and many other heads of states and even some Congress people now are quarantined at this moment. And, you know, we don't know how many people in the United States have been affected because they don't have enough tests for people. So they're just throwing out numbers. And all we know is that something is happening beyond our control. But the main thing to remember is that there are always things that we can't control, and we have to focus in on those things, you know, because in the midst of this coronavirus, the stock market has plunged. You know, uh, right now, yesterday uh, was the biggest plunge they've had uh, since, uh, I think it was 1987 or something like that. It's kind of crazy uh, what's happening in the stock market. And that was a bright spot of our economy. You know, so many people were working two and three jobs and unemployment was low, but people are still underpaid because uh, minimum wage hasn't gone up in almost two decades, just about. Uh, you might as well say that. And then, you know, you look at all the airports that are being shut down, not shut down, but cut back. 
you know, the vendors can't make money. They cut back their, their wait staff. They're cutting back their agents, the baggage uh, handlers, security at uh, TSA. All these things are being cut back. Hotels, you know, they're getting rid of a, of a staff. Their maintenance staff is being cut back dramatically. Housekeeping. You don't need housekeeping if there's no house houses to keep. I mean, nobody's in those rooms. You know, that's going to affect the cleaning and the people who create the cleaning supplies. I mean, it trails back to touches everything. The people that work at the front desk, the people who do the shuttles. It's going to affect the people who are driving Uber today. They're not moving like they're not navigating. Disney is shut down, not just in the United States, but in different parts of the world. In, in NCAA, in, in, oh, God, everything. Major League Sports, at every strike, everybody's cutting back. Even the talk shows, uh, they're doing them right now with no audience. The audience on most of these shows are just the employees. And just imagine now their job title is to do their work, but then sit in to, to fulfillers so the host gets someone alive to talk to. A lot of things are taking place right now, from our health uh, to our economy. And it's touching everybody. And, you know, it's so interesting, and I will share this, that with everything that's going on, the one thing that's been consistent, well, not just the one thing, but one thing financially that's been consistent has been our total life changes business. Not only has it been consistent, it's really growing. And, you know, it is true. Whenever there's a calamity, there's opportunity. Whenever there's a disaster, there's always opportunity. There's always a seed of equal and greater advantage in every problem. When a market crashes, then people will play options where they can win, even when a market fails. But with Total Life Changes, it's so focused on health and, and wellness, and it's all natural, and, and people are building up their immune systems. Uh, it's crazy. Just think about it. My daughter went to Sam's Warehouse yesterday. And she said, Dad, I'm in Sam's. Would you like me to pick up something? And we always stock up on the necessities like toilet paper, paper towels, bleach. We keep that stuff in all three floors of our home. And I said, well, go ahead and get some more toilet paper. <laughs> Give me some more paper towels. Give me some bleach. As he texted me back and said, there's none. That means people are in a panic about this pandemic, uh, this, this, uh, this, this thing that's sweeping our world right now, right now the pandemic that's sweeping. It's touching everybody. People are nervous wrecked. You know, schools are being closed. Activities are being shut down. And people are preparing to hunker, hunker down to get ready for uh, uh, the spring that's in front of us, praying that summer will subside uh, this flu pandemic that was, will get this thing out of control until they can get more testing, until they can get some type of cure or some type of uh, some type of prescription or some type of shot or some type of antidote, so to speak, that will help us to move through this. And yet, uh, income went up like 30% in total life changes consistently every single week. I mean, three weeks over six figures strong. Um, and that's crazy. But just feeling great as well. You know, our seven-year-old, he goes to school every day and he doesn't get sick. So I'm looking at this and I'm saying, wow, in the midst of the calamity, I study politics, I watch it very closely, whether it be progressive or be right-wing or be moderate. I kind of study it because I'm very curious about people because I believe that all people have a right to their thoughts and their beliefs. After all, what you live, you learn and what you learn, you practice and what you practice, you become. We're all products of our paradigm is all set by our experiences and how we see the world and what truth that we establish within ourselves. What's our right and our wrong. Now, within that, it's a lot of div divisiveness in the, in the country and in parts of the world, I would, I would say. But through that, we're all alike. We're all in it together. You know, if something was to happen in these great United States, we're all coming together. And yes, I am your brother's keeper. I'm going to look after your kids, and I'm hoping you're going to look after mine. 
if something was to go down, as Carlos would say, and Carlos is the Latino Tony Robbins. He said, it's about to go down. <laughs> if it's about to go down, you know, I'm going to be right there uh, fighting for my neighbors, man, fighting for the good people out there that no harm comes to our children, our elderly, or even our neighbors. So that's just part of the deal. So through that, maybe we can get away from the divisiveness of, of our politics and our beliefs, who we like and who we don't like, and just realize that right now we're all in something together. We just really, really are. And in the middle of that, here we are, the entrepreneur. Here we are, the people that want to be part of it, giving back. Here we are, the people that want to make their mark, whether you're educating children or uh, whether you're uh, involved in some type of civic, uh, some type of civic passion, uh, socially conscious agenda, socially conscious lifestyle that just driven by making the world a better place. Man, bless you all. Uh, in the middle of that, there's this calamity. And then there's the few that stand strong in the middle of the storm. Because here's the interesting thing. Even the powerful are being affected in a very dramatic way. So this is the equalizer because I remember the Bible says, blessed, blessed are the meek. Okay? Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. And even in this moment, the meek, the people with the heart, the minds, the people with the faith, the people that just believe what they believe. Uh, the people that would greet each day with love in their heart, greet each day and move forward, that will focus on the things that they want and not the things that they don't want. That in those moments that we can bring peace and tranquility and hope for a brighter future, a brighter tomorrow. And we're excited, guys. A lot of things are going on. So before I talk about Ryan, you know, there's a lot of things that are going on that we can be so passionate about, so excited about and proud of. You know, last week we had our uh, Business Accelerator 2020 here in Chicago. And uh, it was out in Oak Brook, Illinois, beautiful facility. It used to be owned by McDonald's Hamburger University. So it's the Hyatt Lodge. It's a beautiful Hyatt resort. And then they have a beautiful campus there as well. And uh, we were there in their conference center and we had about four or five rooms there. And we had the most incredible time because first of all, hey, ladies, ladies, March is Women's Month. Yay. All right, guys, you can clap. Yay. You violated clap. Yay. Women's Month, to honor our women. You look, first of all, if you're not a woman, a woman got you here. <laughs> look, I pray that was the case, okay? But a woman did get you here. So we honored women, and we had uh, Sharon Lecter here with Dr. Sonia Shriveling, and we had a luncheon, and it was so powerful. We had uh, uh, tiaras and crowns for everyone who came in the room. So it was so cool to see these business people and these entrepreneurs with these crowns on their head, tiaras on their hair. And just to make it a theme, to break the, the monotony, to break the ice, to break the, the thought about who, how you show up and, and how people perceive you. Because then we all look crazy with crowns and tiaras on, uh, especially for the guys that chose to wear tiaras. But that was cool. It still was cute. Now, so we, we did this, and, and Sharon Lecter wrote the book, Think and Grow Rich for Women, Outwitting the Devil. And if you have never heard of Outwitting the Devil, I would ask you to go out there and get that book. But more importantly, get the audio version, okay? Because that book was way ahead of its time and is so appropriate for today's world. But it was written in the 1930s and was not released because it was so controversial. Napoleon Hill's wife did not want it. She forbade it to be released. And, and it wasn't released after she passed it, even her sister. So she wrote that from Napoleon Hill's original notes. Uh, she wrote all the Rich Dad, Poor Dad books. You guys heard of Rich Dad, Poor Dad with Robert Kiyosaki. Well, she co-authored those books, but she actually wrote them. She's a, a CPA, but not just an average CPA. She was a financial advisor to two presidential administrations, George Bush and Barack Obama as well. 
So she's well sought after, well known, uh, whether it be corporate, whether it be empowerment, enrichment, how to create assets in your life and really to understand how to create assets. You know, we go out there on a living, but we don't have assets. Your house, if it's not paid for, is not an asset. Okay, that's still a liability because if your income stops and you can't pay for it, then the bank really owns it. So your assets and how do you build your assets, which in turn links on to uh, creating generational wealth. Because once you know how to do a thing, you can teach a thing because you live a thing and your example will also teach. So she was there. She's so gracious. She's so wonderful, so empowering. And, you know, it's always be wary of the ones who walk with a soft touch. <laughs> the queens that walk with a soft touch. Oh, my goodness. But it was so special to have her there. And she poured her heart out to everyone in the room. And then Dr. Sonia Stribling came back with the power. And she said, look, stop hiding behind God. Now, I'm not going to go any further. But, boy, she let everybody have it in that room. Uh, stop hiding behind God. You know, how, you know, do your part. You know, God can't even steer a parked car. Reminds me of a story of a, a gentleman who had this beautiful garden and uh, he took a vacant lot. It was all raggedy. It was weeded. He cut all the weeds out, cleaned it up and did this garden. And it was so beautiful. And, uh, another man walked by and said, you know, God has blessed you with the most beautiful garden. He looked at the man and said, yeah, but you should have seen it when God had it all by itself. So God uses people to be able to create the beauty, to be able to create the, the image. That's why we're born in the image and the likeness. That means we are to create in that way to display that in our lives, a living truth, you know, a living uh, circumstance, a living philosophy. You know, so, you know, when she was there, she just brought so much power and passion and really got people to take action. The word is action. Take action and take responsibility for their lives. She shared her truth, her hurts, her pains, and so did Sharon. And it made a great profound impact by sharing the pains that they have gone through in their life. We were able to honor Cecilia Cologne and uh, Mark Aguirre and uh, Jose Baeza. Uh, Ms. Cologne, she has a nonprofit. She spent many years in the, in the penitentiary and came out to make a, a brighter future for other people who were in prison, some rightfully so and some wrongfully so, but they're paying their price to society. And now they come out and what do they do? How do we position people so they don't go back to what it is that they've come to know? You know, because in, in the human condition, remember, we don't really fail. We simply conform. We go back to what we're used to. We can get used to anything. Stockholm syndrome proves that. So we were able to give an award. She spoke so elo eloquently. And on our next event, we're going to ask everyone who attends to bring an outfit for, uh, for the man or woman. Just bring one outfit. We're going to put it into a bin and we're going to help people to dress for success, men and women, because they're getting out of jail or they're coming from homelessness. And now we want to dress them up so they feel good about themselves as we teach them how to go out on that interview, uh, to go out there to reclaim their lives, to reclaim their, their, their place. And looking good and feeling good sometimes is very synonymous. So uh, we're going to be doing that. And then we had Jose Baeza, a young man I met at 18. At 18 years old, I began to coach him. Later, he became a, a dear friend and that's, that's, you know, became a business partner. And now he owns his own company. And he has a funding business and they have done a hundred million dollars in business funding. So we we're able to honor him because I watched him grow every step of the way, a wonderful young man. And then Mr. Mark Aguirre, two-time NBA champion with uh, Detroit, Detroit Pistons bad boys, uh, first round draft pick, number one draft pick in 1980. He is number one. Isaiah Thomas was number two. And he, Isaiah Thomas and magic have always been the best of friends, but I've been knowing this young man since he played in college and his entire family. So it was really cool to honor them as well. And then to have my
good friend of my brother, Bill Walsh there. He lit the stage up. He never, ever disappoints. And, um, and what we decided to do was to blend everything together. You know, instead of me having a speaker's camp and him having one, I said, look, why are we competing? Why don't I just shut mine down? I don't have a lot of time anyway. I want to focus on my TLC business and we have our real estate and contracting and things of that nature. I still have a passion to teach. So I'll help you and go back and serve you. You know, I don't have to be the headliner. I go back and serve you. You've done a great job. I used to be there anyway. And he helped me get out here into the world of, of speaking professionally and on a high level. So instead of me going back and maybe I can even make a big, bigger impact helping you. Uh, because it's always better to have a small piece of something really big than a big piece of something really small and have to do all the work. So we combine forces. We got some exciting things coming up that I'm excited about because I just want to go in and help his organization shine. They've been doing a phenomenal job for a long time. So I want to press that. So you're going to hear a lot about Power Team International and Inspired to Speak coming together with the um, Inspiration 2020 Business Accelerator coming up, guys. And wow, we have a phenomenal announcement to make uh, with that. Uh, I'm going to talk about, Ryan, I'm going to talk about seven principles of powerful storytelling, uh, some of the things that Les Brown would teach when he would come to our camps and things I've learned from him and some of the things that I've, I've put into my own uh, arsenal, so to speak, to help me become uh, very effective as a communicator in the corporate world and in, in the personal world and as a professional speaker who sells from the stage or does keynotes and teaching people how to stand in their power, how to be fully self-expressed express and just let it rip, man, have some fun to make the, the, the truest and most powerful connection. And that powerful connection is always the power of the human connection because there's nothing stronger. So we're going to take a break in a few seconds and we're going to come back and I want to talk about uh, my dear friend, Mr. Ryan Long and the legacy he left at a young age of 41 years of age. Uh, I'm going to miss him. But I keep him with me always. And in our event, we cried. Boy, we cried. Tell you a little bit more about the event we just had, what's coming next. And we'll talk about the seven principles of power storytelling. Let's take a commercial break. We'll be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com As we age, there are certain situations which we all must face. Care and treatment don't always measure up to what it's supposed to be, and there are many questions that need to be answered. Tune in to Voices for Elder Care Advocacy with hosts Phyllis Amon and Rubina Chaudhry. Seniors deserve to have a more fulfilling life and we'll bring you the answers that you need to hear to make it happen. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel become a member of voice america.com it's easy and best of all it's free 
Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at TheJamesStentleyShow.com Again, that's JD at TheJamesStentleyShow.com Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Hey, before I deep sea dive into the City Gator City Summit as we honor Mr. Ryan Long and talk about what's next to come, I got a question for each and every one of you and you can simply uh, send your response and we can talk about it a little bit. Let's make this thing interactive. You know, somebody asked a question last week, what are the keys to becoming a, a great speaker? So I want to ask you, what do you think the keys are to becoming a great communicator? What are the benefits of being better in communication? What do you think it would bring you? And what gets lost or what uh, do we lose when we lack that ability to effectively communicate? So if you have something for me, just type it in, Lavella, shoot it at me, guys, and we'll have this conversation. And then we'll be able to have some of you on the show live, and we'll go a little bit deeper. If you, if you, if you get really deep, if you stump me, oh, well, I'll give you a show, okay? So um, real quick, I was talking about Bill Walsh was there and then David Michaels was there at 123 Employee. He has the ultimate program. And, and worldwide system for people who need virtual assistance. And he actually built a website for one of our network marketing partners right there with his team in the Philippines. And he gave a little information and just went away and, and live on the screen. Uh, they were able to see what they put together in a short amount of time. He's truly amazing. He's been doing this forever. He's a wonderful man with high integrity, but they are the best at what they do. So if you need a virtual assistant or someone to help you increase your sales and processes and systems, uh, I highly suggest that. So if you want to get more information, simply go to JD at thejamesdentleyshow.com. JD at thejamesdentleyshow.com. Now, I want to talk about Ryan for a little bit. Ryan was a young man that um, he grew up like everybody else. He was in California. He was in a promotion business giving parties and nightclubs. And, uh, you know, that life can, can really be captivating. That life can, can grab you. And it did. And I remember meeting him. He spent 45 minutes on the phone talking to a perfect stranger about the things he had felt in in his life, the people he had let down, and how he has dedicated his life to becoming better, to helping other people. And I was just touched by his story, but I still, still tell him no. I uh, wasn't interested in plugging into his event. I didn't want to fly back and forth to L.A. didn't want to be a part of another celebrity thing. And I didn't want to buy $1,500 spend a, a $1, per ticket each person myself and my wife. When he called me back the next day, he said, hey, man, I, I looked at you online. I'm a fan. You've got to be there. And he had Halle Berry and John Tavolta. He had um, John Paul Gloria, who used to own Patron. And he had Quincy Jones and Russell Simmons. And he said he would put me on a panel and be on that stage. And I knew the value of being on that stage. But also, I was so intrigued that he was so persistent that he wanted me on that stage. And I was very flattered. So I tell him, okay, I'll be there. And 
you know, I got three tickets for myself, my wife, and Mr. Jose Baez. Huh? We flew out there, and it's the most incredible event. You know, I noticed that it wasn't jam-packed. And here I am right there listening to Halle Berry. I mean, she's a couple of rows away. And then Anthony Mackey, you know, he's the guy who flies on the Avengers with the wings. And then John Travolta, Russell Simmons, Quincy Jones. And here I am, and I'm being quiet. I knew quite a few people there. A lot of people I didn't. I met a lot of people there. And, uh, but I fell in love with the mission of what was happening. I kind of stood back and watched it. We took a lot of pictures, had a lot of fun. Bill Walsh was there too. We had a great time. And um, when he called me up the next week, he asked me, when are you coming back to LA? And I said, well, I'll be back there in a couple of weeks. So we scheduled a lunch and he and I sat down alone and had lunch. And he said, look, I want you to start your own nonprofit. We want to help you do it. And we're going to get behind you and we're going to help you and your wife uh, raise money for your nonprofit. I said, oh, wow, cool. Nobody's ever done that before. Very few people ever help us with our nonprofit. And I'll tell you, you know, we're doing a great job with children through Destination Safe Haven. So if you want to make a contribution, please go to alreadyalwaysamazing.org, alreadyalwaysamazing.org, and help us with these amazing children. We helped them write books last summer, and then we sent them and a parent to Disney. We keep them off the streets. In the summertime when school is out is a time when they're vulnerable because there's no one home to watch those kids. We feed them gourmet meals that we cater in. Uh, we pay for their curriculum. We help support that financially uh, as well. And just love the job they've been doing. All my kids have gone through it. My nieces and nephews, everybody in my family has gone through it. It's about the 14th or 15th year. So always can use your support. It is tax deductible. So simply go to alreadyalwaysamazing.org. So he offered to help us with that. And nobody else ever offered to help. And uh, we loved it, man. We would fly different parts of the country and meet incredible people. And he would um, highlight us and we'd be on the stage talking and, and they would uh, interview us. And, and man, we got a lot of attention and we got a lot of credibility and it helped build our brand. But then people would start to donate money because we were part of that organization. And uh, then he asked me, told me that he was going to create an award. It would be the most uh, prolific award of their events. And he wanted me to be the first recipient and nobody else would get that but me. I was really honored. And I didn't know why he chose me. I never knew why. I was going to ask him why that Tuesday morning we were scheduled to talk and he died that, no, it was a Monday morning or two, it was Tuesday morning. And he died that Monday night. And I was going to ask him why. So I guess that uh, God's ways and his thoughts are higher than ours after all. But, um, so we came back. It was 30 of us that went to the city gala. Matthew McConaughey was there, Aston Kutcher. I met Buzz Aldrich, uh, the second man that ever put a foot on the moon. Jack Canfield was there. I mean, it was just uh, some people from General Hospital there. Ray Lewis was there. I got a chance to meet Jeff Hoffman, the co-founder of Priceline, Brian Smith, the founder of Boots, top executives with Google and Amazon and all these great companies. And they were very approachable and very open and very uh, – Chase Samick, who's incredible. I just so much respect for what he's done and reading his story. But uh, we met these people and began to forge slowly some relationships with many, but have context. Dave Blanchard and Paul Blanchard, um, they're the founders of the Augmentino Institute. Wonderful. If you don't know who Dave and Paul Blanchard are, get their work. Uh, you want to get anything that Augmentino has written and anything that they've written because that will change your life. Matter of fact, we will start going through those books in a couple of weeks and talking about some of the principles that are in there that are life-changing for anybody. And it'd, be, and it'd be a quick change once you adhere to the philosophy 
and understand we really stay with love in your life with agape love. Oh, man. It'll just lighten your spirit and you'll get clarity. You'll get peace. And with that, you'll find you find and understand. You'll be able to see things. It's like sitting on top of a hill on a beautiful day and you can see everything coming miles away. And you can take your time and be ready for it because everything's in slow motion. So it's just when they write, it's poetry. And when they teach, it's love, power, and it, and it is truth because they live their message from um, being perfectly imperfect in the imperfection themselves and understanding that. So uh, those are phenomenal, phenomenal men. So anyway, with Ryan, you know, we went through many years with the gala. I got my award. I was the last award, the last speaker, standing ovation. And and then every time they had us, then we created the, the city summit for a business acceleration. Since we had all these powerful people together, why not get them together to help work together in business? And maybe we can help each other grow in business. And, and that we did. And uh, we would go to all these events. I was always speaking at each and every one of them. They wanted me to either close it or open it because I could share a story of the gala that no one else really could. You know, I've been a, a sponsor. I was on the board. I was um, a beneficiary and a legacy award recipient. And then he said, well, who should we give the award to next year? And together we both said Les Brown. So I called up Les and we brought him in and I was able to hand my dear friend a 25 years of legacy award. And then after that, uh, a few months ago in February, I was able on my birthday, February 8th, I was able to hand it off to Richard Dreyfus, a phenomenal actor. And, and to be there and be able to take pictures with and get a chance to meet the Demi Moores, the Colin Farrells, Wesley Snipes, Matthew McConaughey, Ashton Kutcher, it goes on and on and on. And to find that they were just human beings and they had a story as well and they shared it. And many of those individuals, I got a chance to build relationships with and we still communicate to this day. And it wasn't a celebrity, it was at Ryan that Ryan always opened the door for me. Whoever I needed to meet, whatever I wanted to do, he would say, sure, I'll make the introduction. And he did so, whether it be Live Nation or whether I'm not even going to name drop with these people because it's so powerful, but he was always there. I loved his mom like a mom. Like she was my mom. Donna is a very, very special lady. His brother, Anthony, he's so cool. He's, he's, he's out of Alabama. And Anthony's a high energy man, but he's always got that smile on his face. But Ryan, when he smiled, he lit up a room. Uh, Michelle was his partner in crime. They were building the gator together, and he took Michelle and took her from a, a place where she was hurting and said, you'll never hurt this way again. You'll never be without a place to go. And, and she has picked up the mantle. And then Dale, uh, my dear friend Dale, got the bola. You know, we had our first gala under the influence of Ryan. You know, he came in and many other actors from television and film and stayed there the full week and just poured their hearts out. So I'm going to miss Ryan, but I carry him with me always. We had a great tribute to him last weekend. And I, you know, I just broke down, man, the tears. And everybody was in tears because they can tell that here's a man that just truly, truly touched my life. And was he going too soon? Yes. But he showed up last weekend at our event. And I've heard that he was very busy in different parts of the world, impacting the lives of people simultaneously. So uh, I just want to say thank you. As we continue on and we're going to change the name, and I'll still be a part of the doing some great work with the same great pe people because we would not let his legacy die because all he wanted to do was impact lives. And I think that's so special. And now I believe that since he was an organ donor, uh, there were people that were looking for a kidney. And, and so people are alive because he lived. And that's so incredibly special. So and that's just a life worth living. And isn't this so cool, guys, because, you know, nobody gets out of life alive. 
but and it doesn't matter if we have to be 98 or 41, you know, but the impact that we make, because it's all a short amount of time when you put it in perspective, we're all gonna be gone longer than we're here. So I'm just thankful to have known him, thankful that he was my friend, uh, thankful that I got a chance to know his family, his son, uh, thankful that I that we have some friendships and kinships that now his message continues on through myself and other people like me as they will be celebrating his home going tomorrow. Unfortunately, my wife and I can't go. I just got my staples out yesterday. And for the people with coronavirus, I fall into the categories of four reasons why you shouldn't get around. You shouldn't be traveling <laughs> with sarcoidosis of the lungs. And it goes on and on, just uh, being two years removed from cancer. But then, you know, you got to make sure they don't have any clotting in the leg as well. So I purchased my ticket, man. All systems were going a go. And I was with my nurse the other day and my therapist the other day. And it was a consensus that I don't think you need to be going anywhere because I thought I could run by now, but I can't. I still got my cane. So pray for me because I want to go somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to be like the guy who walked, would start walking five miles a day and now you can't find him. He just kept walking. So <laughs> that's going to be me. So let me talk about a few things. Uh, got anything for me, Lavelle? Absolutely. What you began got? to comment. So, so far, Chris Richards says, one of the ways of, uh, one of the keys to becoming a great communicator is a better relationship. Well, well, I would say this, Chris Richards, one of the, the benefits of being a great communicator are better relationships. I was talking to my, uh, my nephew this morning. Uh, he's engaged to uh, Livia. And uh, I, I love them both dearly and their son, Lucas. I was talking to Stephen and I tell him, look, I will give you some tips on what I have learned, but I'll give you some tips for the things that I work. And I'll tell you the things that don't work so you know how to do that. Because <laughs> I mess some stuff up too, but you know, you learn. And I said, look, I said, become a great communicator, man. Communicate about everything. Get some common goals. Uh, you're married and you guys got a life, you got careers, but what are you working towards? And that means if you're working towards something, then her day is important to you and your day is important to her because it all comes together to what we want to achieve together. So it's a focal point, number one. Second thing is find different ways to trip her out, man. Find ways to just bring that sexy back all the time. Don't ever let her, don't get, make it a game, make it fun. Don't take your foot off the gas, man. Try to fade a mess up and shock her all over again. Make it cool, make it fun. If you do that, man, you can get everything you want for a lifetime uh, with an incredible woman if you're an incredible man. And just be honest and be open and let her support you. Don't feel like you have to hold everything up and that you can't have weaknesses or you can't. Look, guys, I can't even put my socks on. My wasn't for my wife. Oh, my goodness, man. My wife had carried out more pee bottles. <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy, bless your heart. And she just does it with so much grace. But, boy, when you can't get up out that bed and they give you that little thing like at the doctor's office you can pee in, boy, you just got to go. But I'm going to tell you, you know, serve each other and serve each other in your communication. What else you got, buddy? Carl Washington saying, making a connection with the audience. Making a connection with the audience. To make a connection with your audience, you just got to be fully self-expressed. Here's the key that I want everybody to understand. See, public speaking is the greatest fear, second only to death by fire. So people would rather be set on fire than get in front of that room because you're exposed. Whenever you're nervous when you want to speak, remember, it was to, whether it's to one person or to 20,000. Remember, if you're nervous because you're thinking about you, what's going to happen to you? How are you going to look? How it's going to be received? Remember, it's never about you. It's always about the audience. The one thing I teach is that the audience is the star, not you. 
you are the, the director. Okay? What else she got? Anything else? Shalia Tover says, one of the keys is reading to help and expand your vocabulary and active listening. Yeah. Ooh, listening with intent. Go on, Shalia. Yeah, man, expand your vocabulary. You know, you have to read. You have to be well-read because, see, people will enroll with you as long as you can give them something they haven't found anyplace else. And if you're well-read, you just keep reading. You're just bringing it, bringing it, and bringing it, and bringing it. And as if they'll tune in just to see what's going to happen next because they can tell that you own your space. Rule number one, you read 12 books on any topic, and it will make you an expert. But listen with intent. Listen to the listening. That means that when people say things to you, repeat it in their own words. First of all, it makes them feel as though you, that you feel that they're important. You just made them important because you listen and you acknowledge that. And people, uh, you know, people want recognition. People want to be listened to, heard, to be known that they're significant. Significance is one of the top human needs in our existence. You know, so just make sure you're listening with intent, repeating their own words. Sometimes we say things that we didn't even hear what we said and how it came out. So just repeating their own words. Let them know that you heard them. Squirrel it around in your head and embrace it. And remember, if I learn something, I'm going to teach it because once taught, twice learned. All right, got enough time for one more. One more. Mike Matthews says you must be coachable. Get out of your own way. Use the help, training, and assistance from your speaking coach. Man, if you are coachable and if you're willing to invest in mentorship, and see, the problem is everybody wants to be great, but nobody wants to spend money on it. But we spend money on the bar. We spend money on fast food and Starbucks. We spend money on everything except for making ourselves better. Real quick, there's a story of the lion, the fox, and the donkey. They went out rabbit hunting. They killed a ton of rabbits, and the, the lion looked at the donkey and said, okay, let's split the rabbits up and go home. So the the donkey said, one for you, one for you, and one for me. And when he was done, he said, okay, I'm finished. The lion killed the donkey. And he looked at the fox and said, okay, divide them up, man. We're going to get a lot of them now. The donkey's gone. So the, the, the fox said, okay, one for me and all the rest for you. He said, one for you and the rest for me? That's crazy. Where did you learn how to divide? So I learned from the donkey. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Seven Principles of Power Storytelling. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. 
plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back, guys. You know, a lot of you guys know Lavelle. You know, Lavelle was, I can't call him my sidekick. I want to call him executive assistant, but I just call him, he's, he's like an internship for greatness. He's an internship for Wealth 101. That's what, he, what he's doing. He doesn't know that, but he's, 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 getting, he's coming to an awakening. And his mom, uh, Patrice Faulkner, I always call her Pat because she hates it. <laughs> you know, she was, uh, she used to work in the uh, men's penitentiary, you know, as a guard. And she always had the gun. And we always relied upon her because she doesn't take no mess whatsoever. I mean, she bosses me around on her own events. And I don't know her. My wife worked out something because my wife lets her boss me around, too. So I just learned to say okay to her, and I love her dearly. She's awesome. She just retired, so congratulations. But we were talking about uh, Jeff Hoffman, and she made a comment on Facebook. And and we and LaBelle and I started laughing because we had a luncheon in 2018 for Jeff Hoffman. It was his luncheon, and she wouldn't let him in because he didn't have a wristband. <laughs> and he said, no, no, it's me. It's me. So I don't care. If you don't have a wristband, you can't come in this door. So it's always cool when you got somebody, they don't care if you're a billionaire or you got two cents in your pocket, you have your wristband, you will not enter. <laughs> God bless you. All right. Do I have anything else before I go forward? All right, cool. All right. Um, so it's going to be a great epic event. Uh, we're going to have a lot of speakers, breakout rooms. Um, uh, the Platinum VIPs, they'll get uh, some time on stage. We'll talk about their business. Um, and those are the Platinums that purchase a table. So the, the people who actually purchase the table, they'll get that time. All, all the people can't get on stage, but um, they'll get a chance to do that. They'll have a lot of uh, advertisements on our website, in the program itself, and on, they'll be on our radio show as we move forward, and the podcast is coming soon. Uh, we're going to be filming and storyboarding the entire thing. There'll be a lot of videos going to come out about it and, and uh, before it and after it. And we just have a great time, and uh, it's just going to be a great, empowering, empowering week uh, three day weekend. So you definitely want to be there guys. And look, I'm just, I'm not trying to, this is not a marketing ploy. There are 300 seats, 45 people purchased their seats. 35 of them got them before we left the last event and nobody pays for the sequel if they didn't like the first movie. Okay. So therefore we got about 200 and a few seats, not counting the, um, uh, not counting the platinum VIPs. That's going to be 90. So half the seats are almost gone. Pretty, I can pretty much guarantee that. So this is June 26th. Do not procrastinate because you will be in another room watching it through a screen. You won't be able to see people, touch people, talk to people. And when Ray Lewis is in the building with Jeff Hoffman, and if we get Ray, we should be able to get Ray. Jeff Hoffman and then Frank Shankowitz and then Bill Walsh, man, you're going to be in for a treat to be able to get close to that type of power. And I just got a phone call the other day from uh, Mark Victor Hansen. Was a great friend, and he's the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul. He and Jack Canfield sold 
500 million books in 42 languages. And he wants to come to Chicago. So he'll be a part of our October event. He and his incredible wife, Crystal, will be there. And uh, you're going to hear from a man, not only how to write a book, but how do you sell a book? Uh oh, not how you write a book. How do you sell your book? So when you look at what we're doing, we have Dr. Uh, excuse me, Sir John Shin here. Uh, he is the executive producer of Thinking Girl Rich the Movie and a special guest, two special guests in October as well. So we're wrapping it up, guys. We're going to bring some of the most elite people in the world as best we can into Chicago to show you how it's going to be done. And I'm going to be traveling around with Power Team, hopefully serving and helping them even to grow and scale and having a lot of fun with my dear friend and brother, Bill, and my little brother, Austin Walsh. Now, let's talk a little bit about the seven principles of powerful storytelling, okay? Now, principle number one, the purpose of a story is to distract, dispute, and to inspire. Distract the person from where their life is right now. So distract them from the challenges that they face that's holding them back. So distract them from feeling as if they're stuck. Remember, if a person feels as if they're stuck, it's not because of what you can't do. It's always because of what you won't do, okay? So distract them from what their life is right now. Dispute the story that they have created for themselves, that they're not good enough, that it's not for them. I met a young lady the other day, and she began to say, well, network marketing is not for me. Well, how, why? Well, I tried a million things. Well, I want to say, no, you have if you try a million things, something would have worked. Success begins where failure ends. See, a lot of people quit when it's time before it's time to win, but they don't know how close they are. So she brought into a story that is not for her, but yet she still needs to make money. But yet still, Les Brown's involved with this stuff, and so is Mark Victor Hansen. He's only sold a half a billion books. So is Warren Buffett. You know, you look at you look around, uh, John Shin, even Ryan Long with the City Gala with all these celebrities. He said, look, I want to join the tea business with James. You know, so, you know, so just dispute the story that you have created, because the question is, uh, where is the story taking you? Everybody has one. But where is the story taking you? And to inspire, inspire that there's a better life ahead. And when you can use your stories to inspire the lives of other people. You, too, are inspired because to inspire, the definition of that is to breathe life into. Stories can be used to take a person on a journey within themselves to places they can never go by themselves. Uh, you know, when I had my speaker camps, and I was training speakers since 95, 94, and I had Inspired to Speak Action Camp, and I just ended it. But fear not, I have two online programs coming out. One is the Elite Action Camp program. And the other is going to be the communication program. It's going to help you with your family, help you in your job, help you with yourself, and also help you be a better communicator. It's like the one-on-one -on -one to becoming a great speaker. And those, uh, we're, we're filming them right now. Matter of fact, they'll be out in the next, I say within six weeks, they'll definitely be out. So they'll still be there. But it's really about understanding the power of telling a story. If you have a business or a nonprofit, you want people to enroll with you, tell us your story. When you want to talk to someone about investing in your business, please hear me. Um, Kevin Harrington, he was a shark on Shark Tank. There's $7 billion in infomercial sales. Forrest Roddy is an infomercial queen. Um, uh, sold over $2 billion of product on infomercial. And I have a lot of friends who have joint venture or angel investor firms, and they have billion-dollar firms. I always ask them, what are they looking for? They say, I'm looking for someone who can inspire me. But you have to be able to inspire a person within your first two minutes. You don't get 30 minutes to 
to do a dump on a person because you overload them. They need to be inspired. So you have to learn how to do that in story form because see, people can relate to stories because you take a person on a journey within themselves. They get a chance to experience, to see what you see through your eyes because of the way you communicate. And there's an art form to that. So that's why it's worth investing in yourself to learn how to do it. A master storyteller creates and masters a variety of strategic experimental communication methodology, methodologies. And they give people a vision of themselves beyond their mental conditioning and their present circumstance. Sometimes we confuse where we are with who we are. Uh, we confuse our situation with uh, I identity. We can shoot, confuse uh, I failed with I am a failure or this didn't work to I am not good enough or I tried time and time again that this is not for me. And, you know, you, you listen to Michael Jordan. He said, I miss the winning shot 300 times. I failed. That is why I win. That's why I succeed. So a master storyteller teller, creates and masters a variety of strategic. That means it's well thought of. And that's why when I teach people how to use your voice, you know, how to use your cadence, how do you create a, your, 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 your voice as a soundtrack to a movie so they get an experience when you communicate with them, you can inspire your employees. You can inspire your church, you can inspire your committees, inspire your family. Inspire. That gives them access to a brighter future. When people don't know how they fit, they usually act like a misfit. Okay. The power of a story is fueled by the energy of you. You are behind the words you speak. The energy creates life-changing moments for the listener. The energy creates a life-changing moment for the for the. But listen, man, the energy, like when you're speaking and you're going with that cadence, when you want a thing bad enough, you have to be willing to go out there and just fight for it. You got to work day and night for it. You have to give up some of your time, your peace, and your sleep for it. And when all that you do is dream and scheme is about it, then life will seem useless and worthless without it. You're willing to gladly sweat for it and fret for it and plan for it and lose all the terror of the opposition for it. You see, it's the power Found the words. They don't have to be always loud and fast. That creates impact. Loud and slow creates emphasis. Low and fast, that's engagement. Low and slow is emotion. So when you want a thing bad enough, you have to be willing to go out there and just fight for it. Sometimes you got to work day and night for it. You have to give up some of your time, your peace, and your sleep for it. But all that you do is dream and the scheme is about it. And sometimes your life just seems useless and just so worthless without it. You're willing to gladly sweat for it, fret for it, pray and plan for it, and just lose all the terror of the opposition for it. It is the energy behind the words. The energy creates life-changing moments for your listener. The real power behind telling a story lies in their ability to expand the mind, unlock the heart, and ignite the spirit. To expand the mind, which means your stories open up, there's a, a moral to the story, there's a, there's a message and a lesson into the story that opens up. It unlocks the heart. It, it takes a hardened heart and opens it up. You know, uh, a lot of people, uh, there's a story of a, a man, he was on the L train, and his kids were running up and down the L train, and the man would had his head down, and they had four kids. They were running up and they were knocking things over with the other uh, passengers on the train and, and they were upsetting the passengers. They were just so unruly. 
One lady goes over to the man and said, are these your children? He said, yes, ma'am. Yes, they are. He said, well, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Look at these kids, man. You have to take control of these kids. What kind of father are you? And he looks up at her and he has a tear in his eye and he says, I'm so sorry. We just left the hospital and their mother just passed away and I guess we don't know how to handle it. And that story will take a heart and heart and open it back up. That story would take the understanding when you visualize the kids bumping, knocking things over, being rambunctious, and now empathy sets in because love never ever disappoints. And you can ignite the spirit the power of a story to give people hope to a better future, hope that it keep going one more step. Those stories of the, the trail other people have gone for, that's why uh, in a book by Victor Frankl, The Meaning of Life, he said, two men both trapped behind prison bars. You see, one man saw the mud, the other man saw the stars. When I was homeless, a story that Michael Cooper's told me about him and he and his brother, Tony, homeless at 24, Millionaires at 28, I was 33, homeless, sleeping in my car. All I could think about, I'm going to get rich because this must be the way you can go. I've tried everything else. So when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. The best stories allow your listener to develop optimism and hope, to live out their imagination instead of locking themselves in their past with their failures and their fears. The best stories allow whoever's listening to you to unlock optimism, to look at things a little bit different. When things seem bleak, you know, there's always a window that opens when the door closes. But you focus on the door, that's all you see. You see, you have to put your head towards where you want to go. You have to keep your mind focused on the things you want, not the things you don't want. That's what Job said when he, when he stated, the things I have feared have come upon me. I have dwelled on negative and negative has showed up. I've dwelled on what's wrong and wrong has manifested itself on me. I have watered the adversities in life and now I have a weed garden. You see, you must dwell on things and communicate, not just to yourself. We say to listeners, that's also internal. Optimism for a hope of a better tomorrow, to live out your imagination. Everything in life happens two times, the thought, the thing, the mental, the physical, the inner, and the outer. And the key to becoming a powerful storyteller is to train with, a, with an accomplished coach who has the expertise in extracting stories, facilitating transformational shifts and creating a thirst for a new life, while at the same time providing value to an audience. That means you have to get coached. And when I release this uh, program, I hope you take advantage of it. I'm only coaching 12 clients and I have eight. Uh, it's a high ticket item, it's not for everybody. I don't, I'm not taking everybody. I just don't want to let go of what I'm passionate about. But if you want to learn how to sell from stage, Bill Walsh is the best there is. Contact me. You can go right through us. Get your special pricing with it. I'll be there as well. We can help you learn how you can make ten dollars to $20,000 or $100,000 in one hour from the stage. That's what he does very well. He taught me. He can teach you. Okay. If you want to learn how to tell your story, I have an online course for that or other incredible people who do great work that will teach you how to unleash the passion that you have inside of yourself. So remember, you have greatness in you. Uh, as we close the day show, special tribute to Mr. Ryan Long, his friendship and his love will reside inside of myself and many others forever and eternity. So if I'm kind, if I do something good, I'm just doing a Ryan. Get plugged into the Business Accelerator. In the next week, you'll see the website will come up. But in the meantime, we'll put the link there. You get your tickets, and I appreciate it if you share it. But we want to get OQP, only quality people, people who have, character,
people want to have hope for a better tomorrow or people who are successful and want to share it or be around like-minded individuals. Because remember, a rising tide floats on boats. That's going to conclude our show this week. Next week, we're going to have the great Alex Stern. Alex Stern is the founder of Constant Contact. He just sold that company for a fortune. How do you start a company, build it, and sell it? And we're going to have the one and only Frank Shankowitz, the founder of Make-A-Wish Foundation. And he is the, the, he is the, they did a life story, the wish man. And it's all about his life. So tune in next time, next week, the same time with Frank and Alex. And let's learn how to live our dreams. And let's remember that we will persist until we succeed because we don't think outside the box because in our world, <laughs> there is no box. See you guys next week. Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.